Welcome to the Brody Sattva Podcast. I'm Enoch Daniel. Like a lot of men of a certain age, my good friend Sosh and I have felt a sense of dissatisfaction. We're settled and successful, but we also have our struggles and personal demons. For the past couple of years, we've been on a journey to become better men. By that, I mean better husbands, better fathers, better human beings, just better at this thing called life. And now we've decided to share that journey with you and invite you along for the ride. We'll be speaking with each other, as well as others with wisdom to share, and hopefully some of you. We're here to ask the important questions, such as, how can we be better men and still tell dick jokes? And what can a couple of bros learn about the path to enlightenment anyway? Let's find out and become better together. Get jacked on mindfulness, philosophy, mental health, and connection, starting right now. This week on the Brody Safa podcast, we have a conversation with Derek Brooks. Derek is a friend of Sosha's. He's an interesting guy, but full disclosure, this interview was kind of sprung on me. Um, it was a last minute affair. So she said, uh, hey, let's interview this guy, Derek, and gave me a short rundown on who he is. He is a bit of a puzzlement. He's a successful middle-aged guy, sort of like us. He's clearly had struggles in his life. I mean, he grew up a black kid in the South who didn't always fit in, ended up getting in a lot of fights. But he just seems to have his shit together more than we do. (laughs) He's another one of those guys, maybe like uh, Rudner, who just seems comfortable in his skin and in his place in the world. I found myself trying to pick at that and see if there was maybe some bullshittery, maybe a gloss over of the deep struggles underneath, and I just couldn't find it. Maybe it's my own failure as an interviewer. Maybe it's the fact that he's already just a better man than... Sosh and I are, and we can't figure out how. Anyway, it was a fun conversation. Like I said, he's an interesting guy. Uh, have a listen, and let us know what you think. You must be Derek. Hey, I'm Enoch. Hey. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah, nice to meet you too, man. Doing good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Just got off this bike ride that was long overdue. This showed me how out of shape I am. <laughs> it took me way longer than I thought. Dude, you look badass. You're all glowing and breathing hard. You're like, uh, and yeah, pores, pores are opening and then the sun's <laughs> right a- off my face coming through the window here. <laughs> awesome. He's a gorgeous son of a bitch, isn't he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so my, my counterpart here is Enoch Daniel. Uh, we're, we're trying yeah. to basically do this podcast, be vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, in light of our in light of our vulnerability, let's all disrobe. Yes, now yeah. is the time. Now is the time when sprockets when we get naked. Yeah, nitty gritty. So, first of all, Derek, just welcome so much to the Brody Sapa podcast. We're so excited to have you today. Thank you. Um, thank you. I've been hearing uh, I've been hearing about you for uh, the past ten or fifteen minutes. Uh, he's been singing your praises. 
Oh, and gosh. I'm really excited to, to <laughs> dig into the meat of this, man. Um, we, we started this podcast uh, about four or five months ago with the idea that we've sort of both have been, you know, we're, we are men of a certain age. <clears throat> And we've been sort of on a journey of self-exploration and self-improvement. And we're just, trying to be, yeah. we're just trying to be better men. And mm. we thought, wouldn't it be fun to sort of explore that out in the open where people could see how fucked up we are <laughs> <laughs> and find out who else is fucked up too and who wants to come along for the ride. Right. The road That's why we're here, man. That's why we're yeah, here. Right. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for having me on, man. Yeah, he uh, Solish over there mentioned this to me and I was like, okay, I'll see what's up. And so I was like, yeah, hit me up anytime. I'm down for it. Cool. I'd like to be a part of it and uh, help you guys go on this exploration, this journey. Cool. It Sounds is fun. a journey, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Journey. All right. So the reason, uh, Enoch, that I, I suggested my good buddy, Derek, is that uh, every he shows up to any kind of event, um, dude, the entire, anybody who knows him just starts, oh, I mean, it's like, Derek's here. You feel blessed. It's kind of like the damn Pope's coming to visit you. Or you are crazy. <laughs> and uh, I so often he, like has refer- his own, he sort of has his own gravity, right? Like yeah, he, he definitely has a party. The party yep. starts kind of revolving around. Boom, him. and wow. it's and it's insane. And here's what here's the crazy, insane part of that, Enoch, is that he is a bigger dork than we are, a nerd like no other. Really? Yeah, he's he is my total, you know, fanboy. Uh, comic book game you know we, we do a game night with like you know uh, ticket to ride or uh, Sweet, yeah. champions of Midgard. you know i mean this guy you look at him you're like wow that dude just got has it all you talk to him and he's like the friendliest son of a bitch who's the biggest nerd you've ever met and makes you feel safe and warm and cuddly and at the heart of it all i swear to god anybody who meets him and gets to know him would agree with this summation of this guy to me, he's Central Arkansas's Bill Murray. And what I mean by that is he's the most interesting guy I know. He does, he's, he's doing like seven or eight different things that you're just like, what in the hell? How do you have all this time? So with that, that introduction, Derek, tell that us, man. Tell I, can't, us I, can't, man. I can't even do anything with that. <laughs> I'm, blown, I'm blown away, man. Tell yeah, us all I'm, the stuff that you're into, huh? Just got, just give us a little breakdown of last week. Last yeah, tell, week, yeah. Anything super important? Uh, what did I have to do last week? You know, so uh, I will do this. Like, I like to stay active. You know, physically active a lot. So you know, I'm always uh-huh. I just got done bike riding. So I know last week I supposed to play kickball. So the kickball league, you know, that's a big deal here in, in Little Rock. Wait, there's a there's a kick a big deal kickball league in Little Rock. Oh, you know yeah. that? Oh, no. you know that? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been going on for ages. I started playing in 2007. Wow. Yeah. So it's been going on forever. <laughs> um, and so right, we had a game last week, but it got rained out, so I didn't have to do much on it. Mm-hmm. I did end up going to a function for some some young uh, for a young couple moving to Chicago. So I did mm-hmm. some hanging out. I kind of like just hanging out, just. Uh, hanging out, I, I nerded out like I did some board gaming last week. Nice, interesting game called Root. Loved it. Um, did that. Watched the Mortal Kombat movie with some friends and played Mortal Kombat. Was the movie any good? It yeah, it's really good. 
It is super hot garbage. <laughs> it's awesome. It is awesome hot but garbage. But is it like really fun but, hot garbage? <laughs> but you know what you you know what you're getting into. You mean you yeah. already know what you're signing up for when yeah. the Mortal Kombat movies come out. Yeah, you sure. know what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. And so me, I'm actually looking. And for me on that movie, it's just funny because I'm like, they've already given you the source material. Just just follow it. But they just choose not to. They take so many liberties. Like, oh, and they're all over the place. I, mean, I had my yeah. issues with them. Like, Luke yeah. Kane came out super weak. And I'm like, why? He's yeah. the center of the movie. Center of the whole Mortal Kombat universe. It was like, it wasn't even his movie. It was about wow. some dude. They made up a character for the movie. Yeah. There are not enough Mortal Kombat characters? I mean, how many are there? Who's not even in the game and made him the star of the movie? It was how about, the, the, oh. how about that origin movie. story for Scorpion? Oh, god, yeah, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, everything looked really pretty, everything looked pretty, everything was nice and shiny and it was awesome. The effects were cool, fight scenes were great, but I was just like, what, what is this movie really about? You, here's you, the best part. I, I think there you, you no sort of nailed other. down my complaint with the with the Kong versus Godzilla movie, Godzilla versus Kong movie, was that you had the source material. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, wow. he's got to go to the middle of the planet to find some magic fucking axe? And like, wow. oh, wow, there's supposedly a King Kong society down there that we yeah, didn't like, know about. Yeah, like, who did all that architecture down what the, there? What the fuck <laughs> is this all about? I didn't even know that because I haven't watched that. I'm not, oh, I'm sorry. That. I didn't mean to spoil yeah. it for you. No, no, no. no you're not going to spoil shit. it because I'm the guy that likes to get spoiled on movies like that. Something I will probably never, never watch. But I have a friend of mine that is big in the Godzilla. And so yeah. he breaks it down to me. He's like, Derek, I just want to watch Monsters Fight. I don't yeah. care about these side characters and all those other crap. Yeah, no shit. Like, why, is the, why are the monsters not fighting? Why are yeah. we not doing that? Why like, is that big monkey know. not punching that lizard right now? Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. all I came here for. It's, it's it's Hollywood's a very interesting, I guess, interesting world because you know the big complaint right now for me is is like you know all the remakes and things you see coming yeah. out there. There's nothing original. Saying, yeah, it's so a cowardice. Like, why do you have film festivals. Why do you have cans? Why do you have Sundance Film Festival? All this original stuff, and then you complain like, well, there's no original movie because you won't give a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got stuff. With They're out there. You can follow it exactly. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's it's, it's mind-boggling to me so yeah yeah that was uh mortal kombat was a treat <laughs> so, did some disc golfing, so that was good did some disc golfing which is my new nice found uh love because of covid you know so when you know 2020 hit everything kind of shut down so there's no gym yeah. there's no tennis there's no kickball there's you know no soccer and so I was like, well, yeah, I can go outside and uh, I don't have to really be next to people. Jesus so I got Christ, in the You are active. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm kind of overactive. That's probably part of the problem. <laughs> I probably do too much. I don't sit down at all. I just keep it rolling. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got into that whole thing and, and, it, and the sport blew up. Apparently everybody's playing now. So yeah, then, then trying to be better at that. I'm like, if I can just get that happy Gilmore phase where you're, you know, you're not winning them all but you're winning money you know just getting enough money out of it so you can make it like a little bit of a side thing that's, i would like to be that be that level on disc golf there you go <laughs> make a couple thousand dollars here and there and that'd be all right that's a good that's a good goal hey uh Derek, <laughs> um you got any um you got any music interests you got any pseudonyms oh well you, you're talking about my my stage name what what, talking what about are you talking about yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like some hip hop, man. Like so, you know, I like to, I like to get on stage, man, perform when I can. Um, how did you, how did you get? I, I was gonna say, how did you get involved in that? 
Oh, yeah, man. We got into hip hop uh, back when I was, man, it's like 14, 13, 14. Really was trying to like, like write rhymes and rap, you know, doing that whole thing. And it was really fun. Um, and carried it on in the college. And yeah, Little Rock back then had like, I don't know if they do anymore. They had a thriving, you know, uh, underground hip hop scene. They did. So what was your stage name? Uh, Ill Chemist, man. Ill Chemist. Ill, Ill Chemist. Chemist. Ill Chemist. I love now, it. Why, why is that a personal tie-in for you? Because I got my degree in chemistry. All right. So you're yeah. a chemist? I'm a chemist. I don't really practice as a chemist as much. I've done it. Um, I did it for a while. But, you know, as you get older, you transition to different jobs. And, like, titles yeah. change. Start to, you know, if you're not working in a lab, you do a little, you know, you do some other things here and there. So I've sure. done a lot of lab work um, in my time. I've worked, you know, at Fayetteville. University of Arkansas, uh, you know, biological sciences department. I did that for a while. Worked yes. at UALR in the nanotechnology department. Um, I work at Molex now. They had a lab I was upstairs in one of their labs. Now I transitioned to a different role that's not the lab at all. What's Molex <laughs> now? What is that? Molex is a company that makes computer components and connectors and high performance cable. You know, oh wow, anything like uh, Apple products, uh, smart TVs, uh, cars, you know, any kind of vehicles. So they move, you into, they move you into more of an administrative role or what? Well, so the original role I did, though, was I had to test out um, for hazardous substance contamination huh. in uh, all their metallic parts. So like they plated parts there. I yeah. looked for mercury and lead and bromine, cadmium, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the, whole thing, the whole reason why they did it because the international standard for uh, getting rid of you know, computer waste, right? What do people yeah. do when they get rid of like electronics? Where does it go? Yeah. Right. So, some, field, so right? some Bangladeshi toddler isn't like sucking on that thing with lead yeah. all over it. No, that's real. That's real. That's real. Like, yeah, yeah. People, you know, we sell waste to the country. I don't know if people knew that or not, but they it we sell fucked. waste. Yeah. It, the whole, that whole yeah. system is fucked up. Outsource your misery, dude. Yeah. We, that is, that is the, so that like, is the heart and soul. Exactly. It's, it's nuts. And so the big example they always say is like, you know, you've got you know, like children in India, right? They're like taking, you know, handfuls of mercury, they're melting down these metals and getting the mercury out and selling it back. But they're walking around with like cups full, hands full, whatever of mercury. It's just completely toxic and using it to sell it back to companies. That's, that's, that's it is so, it's wild, man. Yeah. And so you want to minimize the chance of waste. It's hard to do, but you want to kind of minimize that. So they make sure like you only have so much of these um, toxic chemicals within your products before you sell it. And so okay. I test for that amount. If it's over hmm. a certain amount, I'm like, yeah, yeah, scrap that part, can't sell it. Wow. Okay, so, so I, you, you, at least you have a little bit of hand in in in, in keeping morality. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I did that role for about four or five years, about five years. Then I transitioned to what I'm doing now, which is a validation engineer. Mm. So now we went from doing that, now we're making medical devices. And so I took a role in the medical hmm. device side of Moet. Nice. So, you do you develop medical devices or you just produce? We, uh, we, well, we do. So, like, so um, the Cola Guard, have you heard of that? It's the poop box. It's a little white poop box that pops yeah. on television. That yeah, yeah. Hey, poop. yeah, poop in a box. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for Cola. Poop in a box. One. Exactly. Yeah. Take so, poop in a box. Take two. a poop in it. <laughs> you wrap the box up with poop. <laughs> and we sell, and so we make that here in, uh, in our song. Y'all make it? <laughs> we, make wow. the, we make the whole kit here. Um, and then we're making um, stuff with uh, COVID testing, we're trying to do that. Um, uh, what else are we getting into? Hey, it, Derek, just a little, little side note. So, could, could if, if I could, man, could I request, like, you know, this whole box thing? 
Can you wow. make a box where uh, one man could put his dick in said box and in the find, box. yeah, to find out the volume displacement that his <laughs> member has? This so is an important then, scientific question. So then this that, box probably so already exists. Well, so that then his friend could take the same box, yes. run the same test in it, and the box tell him. Wait a minute. Wait friend's a minute. member. Wait, are you giving your friend? Him. Are you giving your friend sloppy seconds on this box? Well, I mean, we, we, we could have two different. Box. We, we could have two to four different entrances on said box. Maybe five. I doubt six because it, it needs a display. And you could call it the slot box. I mean, it just sounds and like. Nice. I feel like this would be a great way for guys just to know where they stand with each other in a non, you know, threatening we way. You could sell it to men's groups. You because could sell then, it. you know, I, I don't think you could really you connect with another man until you know if your dick is bigger than his. That's right. And it gives new meaning to dick measuring contests. I mean, you can exactly. actually. I mean, you can really. Well, we've discussed this before, Derek. And it's really, you know, if you just talk about length, that's really not given the whole picture. You've got to work girth exactly. into there as well. Exactly. And so the really only fair way to do it is volume displacement. But there's that's just it. not a good mechanism to do it. No. <laughs> Especially if you want to hang on to what little heterosexuality you have left. Yeah. Which for well, me is very Hanging on by it. a thread. I'm hanging on here by my fingernails. <laughs> there's a scientific way of approaching it. I bet you there's a scientific way. You you create a box, you you allow a certain amount of pressure, you pressurize the box so that when you move anything object in there, it moves the pressure, which hit the meter or something like that. It says, This is how much pressure you just displaced. Oh yeah. Anything and I'm and so I'm coming in there with some pressure. I am too. <laughs> and we hey dude, we already have our I mean, Timberlake already gave us our our song, our little jingle. Yeah. You already know, since you've spoken this, the internet is not going to create it. This is it's going to it's going to exist now. We're putting this yes. out in the ether. I I'm, I am the Yawa of <laughs> the really messed up shit on the internet. I speak it, and it comes into existence. Give it a month, it will be an idea out there. It'll be a patent for it. Yeah, there's a so porn for that. Get your, get your money. Get your money. Get your money when it happens. Just make sure you know, right. Hey, make sure I get my this. slice of that pie. Hey, Derek. Okay, pie. so you you were talking earlier about um you know, exercise and stuff like that. And yeah, you man. also kind of brought up how um, if you had a fault or not, if you had a fault, one of your faults might be that, you know, you, you never, you, you do too much. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure he said, if I had a fault, like, I'm pretty sure those are his words. <laughs> yeah. I could see that too. How much, because you know, we're, we're all in here kind of trying to like figure out uh, yeah. self-care, self-love. And yep, yep, yep. meditate and meditation, mm -hmm. uh, re reading books, you know, just consuming good things. Uh, yep, yep, yep. But so I, I guess what I was trying to get at with that question is, you know, what do you do to kind of mm -hmm. even yourself out and, you know, just to kind of be vulnerable? Where are you messing up? You know, like what, what, what's getting you down? What, what, what's starting to kick you around? Because like I said, for the folks at home, uh, by all appearances, you know, you're one of those guys that people look at and they're like, some of a bitch has got everything. No, so, no, no. Exactly. And there's, and that's not true for anyone, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of be vulnerable with us. Yeah. Yeah. So because I like to stay active quite often, you know, running around, you know, I'm like, I'm outdoors. I hate being inside for a long period of time. Right. It's like you get, you get cabin fever. 
So that's I'm okay. like, that's okay. Like, this interview will only be like four hours. Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Three hour tour. Gilligan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. So because I'm always, you know, going, 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 going. Sometimes I'm here, I'm there. You know, I like to be active uh, socially. I like to be active physically. Um, a couple of things can happen. One, you wear yourself out. And you spread yourself too thin sometimes, you know, so you're wearing yourself out. Like right now I'm dealing with like a, uh, a muscle issue, like hip flexor kind of thing. Hmm. And it's like, if you get older, you know, it's like, uh, you just can't keep up like that anymore. <laughs> you know, you, you, you can't know? just keep ignoring that shit either, man. Yeah. And I was. And so now it's making me like have to sit down, which irritates me. So I can only do, I can only do so many activities. I can't like do the tennis stuff. I feel like, okay, I can bike. I can disc golf. I can't really run as fast as I'd like to. So we're not going to do any of that right now. You know, yeah. Lay off of all that. So <clears throat> you set yourself back from doing some of the things you like to do. There, there's there's one thing. And another thing, I just had this friend, I just had this talk with my friend, uh, Ross. Ross is another musician friend of mine. He's uh, he's in Orlando right now. And we were talking about, you know, some of the, you know, getting back into the music stuff, which is a piece I really like to do. I really like to be musically active. But here's the thing. You have to sit down and write stuff mm. and flesh out ideas. And mm. while it's true, I love to do group work. I love to be involved with groups. That's why I do my best work. It's not so much solo stuff, but with other people who are like-minded and want to do it. Yeah. But I still could spend some time in trying to do that. And the internet has made the world small, so it's not really too much of an excuse you should have. You know, I could be able to like call somebody, hey, we're doing like this podcast right now over Zoom. We're not in yeah. the same room. Yeah. You know, so the same thing can happen if you want to work with musicians, um, you know, in the other states. But you have to sit down and put the time in, and I haven't done that. And so that eats at me sometimes, because like I know what to do. It's just sitting down and doing it. Yeah, do you think it's the uh, lack, do you think it's the music you're missing out on or, or that connection with those like-minded people? It's the connection with the like-minded people, which yeah. gives me ideas and it, and it, and it, and it, no, it, gives, uh, it gives juice. Why is, it so, why is it so hard to do that and so easy not to you know yeah yeah it's, it's, it's strange like i because <clears throat> i had to realize that about myself i was like I, I i flourish you know when i'm with other people working on music which is why i was in the group right mm -hmm. i wasn't trying to like go jay-z thing go solo i'm more like a tribe called quest they lost all like go like groups Fucking you know like, yeah like, yeah skinner cool, yeah like skinner <laughs> Why do you have to bring Skinner into every episode? I mean, no, no not every. I was actually talking to Derek about this earlier. I was like, you, you, know, can't, dance Skinner. you can't dance to Skinner. Skinner is probably one of my favorite bands of all time. As my father and I just have you, you can dance to Skinner. You just got to get drunk enough. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you dance to Mozart. You can't dance to Skinner. And I'm, dance and to I'm Mozart. To believe you can't. Yeah, he said you got to dance to Mozart. Yeah. And so, like, I was talking to him. I was like, you know, um, <laughs> I remember watching that. There was some like VH1 behind the music or something like that. And they were saying, and she goes, yeah, the big chill. That was the first time I ever saw white people dancing to, the, to, to Motown. And I remember seeing that going, you come over to my house. It's like, what the hell else do you dance to, Skinner? What the hell do you do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You dance to Skinner. No. <laughs> no. Slow dancing in a circle. To you show your tits. Sweet home Alabama. Skinner. Yeah. You show that's your tits. You, you show your tits. That's not how you dance. That's what, that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. That may be considered dancing, though, in, in some cultures. That's probably considered that's dancing. That's true. Hey, you know. 
So, so anyway, okay. Sorry. Yeah, distract so, you. So maybe maybe it sounds like you're sort of saying you're out of balance, man, because you're not getting those social connections and 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 feeding that part of yourself. You're overfeeding yeah. this physical activity part of yourself, and now you're getting yeah. injured. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny. Uh, yeah, my friend said the same thing. It's like, what you need to do is take two days from not going outside and doing stuff, and sit your ass inside and do something. <laughs> and contact me with Bob. I need to go. I need you to start making some music. I need you, I need you to start. Uh, I need you to go get this MPC live so you can make some beats. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I do like the whole mouth beat thing. You know, I get, we got smartphones. I just hit record on the phone and start humming. Mm-hmm. Out the, and I, then I'm like, all right, I need to flesh that out later. But I don't get back to fleshing it out later because mm-hmm. I need to be in that environment to where I can like focus on that right so i love it my 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 oldest uh saw some youtube video of this this girl and her dad like doing a beatbox competition like with each other and she was like daddy we have to do that we're gonna we're gonna learn to beatbox (laughs) like baby (laughs) no we're really not like Oh, you tell her to come over here. So, so, social. I did challenge. my best. Hey, we did okay. We did okay, but we weren't going to win any competitions. <laughs> it was a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> there is a there is a father daughter beatbox competition probably somewhere on the planet. <laughs> there, I bet there is. There is now. It could, it could probably happen. It could probably happen. <laughs> you just made it happen. Spoken into existence. We're speaking several things into existence right now. Yeah. I mean, it could be all kind of things on the internet. Everybody goes go back and check. Who knows? Facts. <laughs> Get it in. <laughs> we need to get paid. Get yeah, right, paid. right. Where's my check, motherfucker? So okay. <laughs> have you ever said? Have you ever done a yoga? I've done yoga. Yeah, I like yoga. I need to do more. I need to do more of some yoga. Now, well, yeah. I was thinking with your hip problems, that might be something to really help. I you think do meditation. So. I've done some meditation before as well. Yeah, I like to. You know, I like to, now I do like to. You know, I kind of like I sit still and just focus on certain things or whatever uh you may it may read something and want to meditate on that um but yeah i do i do a lot of that but the yoga definitely helps hot yoga really helps you to focus because you gotta you gotta focus to stay up you know dude keep up with how much of that have you done hot yoga yeah done quite a bit i haven't done a lot in the past year because yeah sure yeah yeah. because goddamn you you do your own thing but you don't do as much you know you don't do as much if you're not in the class you do i don't even think i don't even call it a pandemic anymore it's just a goddamn pandemic every time i say it's like that goddamn pandemic yeah um sosha have you ever done any hot yoga i have never done any hot yoga no oh man you gotta do it just because i want to hear your experience like i i walked in and like i i signed up for like sunstone yoga and I was like, yeah, this would be good. You know, I'll do some yoga. I've never done hot yoga. I'm going to give it a shot. And I walked into that fucking room. And I was like, <laughs> you know, there's all these girls over there just like stretching and feeling good. Yeah, and I walk yeah. in, my glasses immediately fog up. And I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't breathe. Yeah. <gasps> it's so fucking hot. And it's like, I had to like sit down and meditate for a couple of yeah, minutes to get myself to calm the fuck down before class yeah, started because I thought I was going to die. And then I, I got into it and was feeling okay. And about about 20 minutes into the class, I just laid down on my mat and kind of wept silently until it was over. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went yeah. back the next week. It was kind of awesome. Because you love it. I mean, you get, you, you get used to that pain, man. It's like, you know what? I like that. Yeah. Um, and did you ever walk out where you were just shaking? Like your muscles, like your body was like trembling? Oh, hell yeah hydrated and just you know your muscles have been completely taxed mm-hmm. yeah 
that's when you know you got to get it. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna come back again and, and, and get better at this. Yeah, so, right. Yoga. So, uh, so hot yoga. Sign up. I guess so. It's time. Well, I just started working out. <laughs> I went back to the gym. Uh, my yeah. counselor, my therapist, whatever, my guru. Yeah, he runs SparkFit in uh, Little Rock. Yeah, I know SparkFit. Yeah, yeah. I know you do. That's why I said it out loud. So you would. <laughs> no, I know that place. Yeah. So he does kind of like a um, Orange Theory CrossFit kind of thing. So you do like a workout, workout of the day kind of thing? Yeah, but he didn't want, you know, he's like, we're not here to blow out your knees. You're never going to dunk a basketball. So that's a limit. Do not training. give up your dream. Do not <laughs> give up your dream. Yeah, right? What the fuck? You will dunk that basketball. Yeah, you could do it. So it's like there's some yoga in it. There's some... Um, there's some like kettlebells, you know, uh, deadlift. There's 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 elements of a lot of that, but yeah, it's it's kind of that whole muscle confusion. Keep it all. Okay. Up, uh, so was today the first day you were back? Uh, no, Monday was. We were going to go today, but uh, Jack uh, started peaking a fever. So I, that's the other thing. It's, uh, I'm doing this with Jack, and so okay. you know, oh, yeah. I'd be a better dad as well. But um, yeah. the big plan is to go out and get me a decent bike so I can hang out with you because okay. I was. Yeah, I was a biker, you know, back when my dad, that's what we used to work out with when I was a kid. So. Yeah, yeah, his dad had this Marlboro bike he got. <laughs> yeah, he did have that, didn't he? Oh, Thanks. Did it say Marlboro on the bike? Yeah, he got, it from, his, he got it from smoking Marlboros. Hi, please uh, say me. I need to find this. Does this, this, this exist still? This, I don't know if it exists still, that's but I can't believe ever. Phoenix just brought that. I mean, dude. I never forgotten that. Brought... You told me about that. You were so kind of pissed off about it. You're like, I mean, I guess it's cool. He got this bike, but I mean, like, <laughs> no, you just like brought up so many of my daddy issues bike. that I fucking buried. You need to ride this bike. Look, man, they're gonna do the big damn 100 this year. You need to ride the Marlboro bike. Fucking the big damn That's true. Yes, you do. That's true. Where's yeah, your bike, bro. Where'd you get well, that? The joke I made, I was when he said he got that, I was like, oh, yeah, Dad, what do you get for the next 200000 Like a free lung transplant or something? Jesus Christ. Uh, I see what you did. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> I love that dude. He's an awesome dude. But, God, damn, I want to kick his ass sometimes. Yeah, we all have. We all. I think all three of us have daddy issues. Wow. <laughs> Dad issues. So it doesn't sound to me, Derek, like you're a type yeah. of guy who lives to work. It sounds like uh, you're more of a kind of guy who works to live. Would you say that's fair? Oh, yeah. I'm all quality of life. Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I mean, I like, you know, have to do the nine to five and all that. Um, it's, it's it's good to work in a job where you're fulfilled. I'm not 100% fulfilled, but it's, you know, it's decent. It's not like... Mm -hmm. Terrible. I've worked in some hell holes before where I'm like, don't, I'll never go back. Like, I had a job yeah. I worked for That was a nightmare. That was a nightmare from hell. Don't, we'll never, ever, 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 ever go back to that. But, you know, <laughs> so, but no, yeah, it's always good to have a job that fulfills you. But I always like to say, man, you know, life's short. Um, yeah. You know, do something that keep, keeps you, you know, stress-free. I like to not stress. And, like, you know, mm -hmm. so it's good to have several things that can de-stress. Yeah. You, which is why I don't, you know, which is why I'm, like, you know, on the bike. Or yeah. I'm going to be outside. Doing I, I, I enjoy nature, you know. So I like to hike, like to bike, like to run, whatever I can do. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of this comes from, here, here's something. A lot of this stuff comes from what I do is because, <laughs> I don't know What's if you do this, but I was not allowed to play sports in, Cool. 
Like junior high and high school, I did not play any sports. I played baseball. My mom forced me to play it, and I hated every moment of it. That was terrible. Mm. I wanted to play tennis or soccer. She was like, no, you're going to play baseball. And so I was like, but you know what I did? I played soccer my senior year, but I snuck to play soccer or sneak. Wow. It's probably sneak. I think it's snuck. Sneak. Snuck. snuck or sneak, either way. But I, I, went, I, I played. Yeah, I played soccer without her knowledge at first. And then she caught on to it because, you know, we went undefeated and had to go to, like, the, the tournament. God, <laughs> so, what a fucking you was rebel. Playing the, you was playing the foosball, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chickens is going to come home to roots. Yeah, yeah, man. Because so, your mom worked at the school. Now, I was about to say, your mom worked at the school, right? My mom was a counselor at a elementary school for a while at Harris Elementary over at okay. uh, McAllen, which I went to. Okay, I thought. Okay, she wasn't. She was. She wasn't. I thought she was your No, she wasn't Hill, but she did know all the counselors there, so they all kept an eye on me. So I mean, it definitely got past her. She knew every move I was making. What what happened when she found out you were sneaking around and playing soccer behind her back? Not happy about that. She's like, "It's gonna ruin your grades." I was like, "Ma, I've already got like a three five. I'm all right. I'm going to college." What was that? Was that what it's about? Is about grades? She didn't want you playing sports because she didn't want you away from um, academics. You know, I don't know because when I tell, keep this in mind, my younger brother, who's three and a half years younger than me, was allowed to play sports. He played for the, he played basketball, tried out for football, and played baseball. Yeah, but she probably thought he was dumb and didn't have a chance anyway. Oh no, she was like, you were the, you were the gift, you were. Yeah. You know, no, 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 no. My brother was way smarter than me. My brother graduated <laughs> number eleven. Should have been number ten out of the class that he was wow. in. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was way down the range. No, no, no. Really? He, he, my brother was the golden child. I never knew that either. Okay. Here's something oh, else yeah. I didn't know about uh, Derek either. Uh, just recently, he told me this, and that's kind of what I really wanted to bring him on. Part of the reason too was uh, Derek like fought after school, like. Pretty oh, yeah. much all the damn time. And if, oh, yeah. again, you ever meet Derek, this is not somebody you would ever think. I mean, this dude's soft spoken, top notch dresser, it, just sweet dude. So when he told me, I was like, what, what the hell? I've like been in two fights my entire high school, junior high career. Yeah. Yeah. I've had like one fight. Yeah. yeah. We just, and it was over in a second. Like the guy like punched me. I think I like walked away. Like I got, <laughs> you know, it's so, a, well, how are you getting in fights all the time? Oh, man, I fought quite a bit, man. So so it goes back to my mom. <clears throat> um, so my mom's the counselor at Harris Elementary. So when I go to that school, I, will, I go there from fourth to fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I was like in accelerated learning. Like I was doing multiplication and division in first grade. Yeah. Like we had, it was like intense. You know, yeah. fresh out of kindergarten, boom, multiplication table. You know, you just go, sure. you go right in. I mean, they had me on these fast, yeah, this fast track stuff. And I was so into it because I thought I was like in some like remedial thing. Like, cause no one else had to do that in my class, right? They sent me away. That's like, you gotta go down to this other classroom. And I was in the class with some other kids. And I was like, are we like, are we behind? So I need to catch, so I'm like, really? You're like, you're like, like am I on the fucking short bus? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going hardcore, right? I'm going you're like, like I gotta catch hard. up. <laughs> yeah, because you know, yeah, I got to catch it because in the morning before I go to catch the bus, my mom had me making flashcards. Like, she had me making sentences with flashcards. Oh, and my, man. Look over my shoulder, like, you better make that sentence, you know, get that sentence in. I was like, shit, like, no, fuck up. You know, like, so, you know, you know I'm working like twice as hard. You're like, and they're going to send me back to kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
keep in mind, no one's telling me like that it's okay. It's like, no, it ain't okay. Like you better, you better yeah. bust your ass. So when I get to back to Arkansas, second grade, third grade, I'm in a school called uh, Tolleson Elementary out by the air base. You know, I'm ahead of everybody. Like the books they're reading, I'd already read those books. The math mm-hmm. they're doing, I'd already done it. Teachers hated me because I was like such a know-it-all smart ass. Yeah. And I was like, I already did that. I already did that. And it was like, I don't care if you already did it, do it again. You know, so that was that yeah. kind of thing. Anyway, get to get to fourth grade. My mom's a counselor at the school. I come in with all this like advanced learning and I'm in the classrooms and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm getting done with my work faster than anybody else. I'm just sitting there. And then the teachers are like, okay, we got to do something with this guy. So they send me to alpha, um, these alpha classes. And I'm the only black dude in alpha. You know, in a predominantly black school. I'm like one of the only black dudes. In, I'm the only black dude in Alpha. There's no other. This is me. What the uh, hell is Alpha? Like gay. Alpha no. was like another, man, Alpha's this accelerated learning program, gifted man. Gifted and talented. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. gifted and talented. Bad, yeah. Whatever you, you, know, want when you learn how to read, you know, you learn how to read uh, current events. You learn how stocks work. They were teaching us okay. stock in this. Like, I'm a fifth grader at this point. They teach me stocks. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> So kids were just pissed off. They thought I was getting special treatment. Oh wow! And so, so you're in the classroom. People got mama jokes. People come at me. I'm coming right back at them. So it's like your mama was this and that. I'm like, well, and like, no, that's like your mama is. You know, blah 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 blah. blah. And I say something real smart back out to him. He's like, you better stop talking about me. I'm gonna fight you. It's like, well, okay, if you want to fight me, you can fight me. And it would just go down. Whether it's on the <laughs> playground, it, it could be after school because we had to stay after school, right? Because my mom's, you know, she's teaching. But she had to stay after school. You know, after, after the kids leave, then you can go. So kids will wait for me. Like, class is out. These kids lived in the area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm on the playground. They come meet me at the playground, form a little circle around you. It's go time. So wow. you fought all kinds of people. But here's the funny thing about that. I fought all of my bullies, and they all became my friends. Really? Except for one. It was the one guy I didn't fight. But the important thing about the one I didn't fight, because my mom got tired of me fighting, and she heard I was fighting, and know cursing the kids and all that kind of stuff you know (laughs) what's happening and so she pulled me aside one day and said hey if you fight i've heard you're gonna fight some kid today if you go out here and fight and embarrass me not only i'm gonna let them paddle you at school i'm gonna whip you when you get home and then your dad's gonna come and whip you when you get home i was like and i was thinking to myself that's three ass whoopers in one day i can't i can't do it I can't if, do that it. Like, if that, that was got kicked in my ass, man. that's four ass whoopings. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. So, so then I was I got on the playground. This kid, he he, he came at me, and he punked me down, man, and talked about me. I was so frustrated. I was like, I could just ah, see, I get one good swing in, but I couldn't do it. Teachers were staring at me. They weren't gonna try to break it up. He just talked smack to me, and I had to walk away from it. But it taught me how to walk away from conflicts. It taught me I don't have to fight because because you know. Things could have progressed worse. Think about like if you ever learn to walk away from a fight, then you're always getting drawn into situations that are not in your favor. You could end up in jail, you could end up killed, shot, you know, anything. So it taught me how to walk away from a conflict, how to talk myself out of a bad situation. So I started using that more. Now, did it always work? <clears throat> no. Then I got to junior high. I had to fight in junior high too. And I didn't fight any in high school. I don't think I did. But here's the thing, I got smarter. I didn't have conflicts at school. If, even if I did, I just met you after school. I met you like, you want to ride my bus and, and see me after school? We can do that. You know yeah. where I'm going to be. I'm playing, I'm playing basketball down here. If you want to come see me, you come see me. Some kids took me up. Some kids didn't. Some yeah. kids had to go to their house. 
And then, you know, we got it on. But each one of those times, we all became friends after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, you make this I'll, sound like a really positive experience. Yeah. It kind of was to me because you learned so much from it. And I, and I took away a lot from it. Um, there was this kid named Kelly Measle. I don't know if you know him. Um, so she, uh, you can ask Amanda. She knows, she knows him. But we could wear hats in school in junior high. And so I had my favorite hat on and all this. This kid came up and I didn't really know him. He just snatched my hat off my head and ran around with it. And I was like, what the, what, what the hell just happened? So I walked up to him. I snatched my hat back from him. I even hit him. I just snatched my hat away from him. He slapped the hell out of me. He slapped me dead in my face. We we're in band. And so I did, the, I did the tiger style paw. You know, I, I went tiger style. And I went like, Bleh. oh, shit. I slapped him right back in his face. His whole face turned red. He went and told him to teach, told the teacher that I slapped him. I was like, he didn't tell the whole story. Tell the whole story. And so, you know, we had a, we, we went back and forth. Anyway, I got called into the principal's office and they were looking to suspend me, even though I didn't start any of this. Yeah. And so here's the thing about this. His dad was assistant superintendent of Pulaski County oh, wow. School District. His, his, like, he had an uncle. No, his uncle was superintendent or assistant superintendent. And so he was getting off. And so my mom came in and pulled ranks like, no, 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 you're not going to suspend my child and not suspend this child. And so they had to come to an agreement. They made me and him clean out the band room for an entire week. The nasty <laughs> stuff. Oh, the, the trombones, all the spit that had been solidifying in there for like oh, years. Yeah. That no one ever took one time in band camp. Oh, oh yeah, all that. But me and that dude became really good friends. To this day, we're still good friends. And it's, really it was funny. hilarious. But that's, but that's how things worked out. We're going to so have some, to find him on Twitter and be like, like, hey, remember that time Derek bitch slapped you? We post this interview, we'll have to put that up there. If you should. Hey, you got a bitch slap. He did the tiger claw bitch slap on you. Tiger paw on you. Tarookin. What on that? Yeah, watching too many Kung Fu movies, man. Watching way too many Kung Fu movies. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. Somebody asked, what movie uh, What movie inspired you the most? I was like, dude, Bloodsport. It inspired me and my cousins. Go in the backyard and... Dude, we just went in the backyard. We'd watch that movie and get all pumped up and then go in the backyard and pummel the shit out of each other for hours. Yeah. Westport <laughs> was legit. Westport was legit. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. And Kung Fu Theater also. That was a USA. Back in the day, USA used to show um, Kung Fu movies and it was called Kung Fu Theater. And it would be like a three-hour nice. block of just Kung Fu movies or something like nice. that. And it was like, okay, let's watch it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee that was Tar what Tarantino was doing. Did you ever do any martial arts? I did, man. Um, in college, I um, about for four years straight, I did. Uh, I trained in Aikido. I trained in Jiu-Jitsu. I've always kind of wanted to do Aikido. Is that was that really yeah. nice? Aikido was nice. It's a different style. It's um, yeah. The way what does it mean? The way of divine harmony is what it means. Yeah, yeah. And so um, there's a book. There's a book of Aikido, like the the like the original text. I picked it up. Yeah. Uh, I think I ordered it on Amazon when I was really drunk and depressed one night. And uh, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. But it was, but it was fun. Um, no, I, I learned a lot from it. The guys that taught it were really good at it. And they taught us. And so they, we, we had a lot of different martial arts that came through there. We had a, a club called the Martial Arts Club. That's and cool. really, it's what is modern day MMA. It was just funny. This yeah. is like 95, man. And though, so I'm in Fayetteville and these guys. One guy is really good at wrestling and, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Another guy was really good at Aikido. 
Another guy was really good at what he called Goju-Ru, which is a hard karate style. Another guy was Taekwondo. And so we would just mix all this stuff together and learn. And we would bring in teachers and just have seminars all the time. And so That's I got so cool. really into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Aikido. And then we transitioned some into um, what they did. We did Filipino stick fighting. And then we did uh, uh, Kendo. We did Kendo, sword fighting. And the, the cool thing about Kendo, um, we had a teacher. We had two different teachers. We had a Kendo instructor. And then we also had a guy who was straight out of Japan. And he taught uh, Iaido. He taught in Japanese. Like he only spoke like, man, maybe 15 words English, man. He taught the entire class. So he's writing on the board in Japanese characters. He would, he would have someone like write it out in English for him. And then he would just teach you the words. You just, you just got to so, learn Japanese. So seriously, what's the most active thing you did in college? The most active thing would be my wife. Which is probably the only thing that I have over on Derek. Like banging her wife? Banging yeah. her wife? I mean, he, he's, he, he used to hang out with uh, my wife and her, uh, her roommate, her best friend, uh, Debbie. Who, there's definitely a, a rumor that uh, Derek was running some kind of harem with them, those ladies. No. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah, did you ever, get, you ever get both of them? <laughs> no. No. Come on. No one ever has. Don't hold back, Derek. Don't hold no back. one ever has. Oh, no, never. Not even no. Derek. Not even Derek. It's just us friends. Nobody else will know. Yeah, this is not going online. This <laughs> <laughs> just in. Derek, get like... them all. Get them all, He actually got them all. Got them all. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I'm thinking back to my college, and, you know, I was, uh, uh, I don't know, smoking a pack a day and uh, stoned most days. <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't do any fucking exercise. Like, I didn't do anything. Right. Definitely wasn't in the goddamn martial arts club. Yeah. yeah the start, yeah, the birthplace of MMA. When's the, when's <laughs> the, the last time? The birthplace. Yeah. When's the last time you got in a real fight, Derek? Oh, I don't think I've been in a real fight since I want to say since high school. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm. I think. I mean, most stuff. If there's any bit any conflicts, I've always diffused them. Yeah, I can't think of any. I don't think I've been close. I'm trying to think. I mean, I've had people walk up on me mm -hmm. at night or something like that, and like you know, like like they might want to try me, and I'm like, I'm ready to face them, and it mm -hmm. doesn't nothing happen. So they might. They were they were just like like one guy mistake uh, he's like I was like mistaken identity or something like that he mistook me for somebody else mm. and he was he was yelling something and I was I look and I was like what is going on he got up on me he's like oh my bad man I'm sorry the wrong person and he just walked away but I was like okay thought it might be go time you know so, but so it's like can you t is, you could tell me I can't see from the video angle here like is he a big guy um no no I mean am, am I a big guy <laughs> oh he's definitely more muscular than you. No, hold no, on. no, no. Take off your, hold on. Sh take off your shirt slowly. No, no. Don't do it, Derek. Slowly. You're, you're, you're <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, I'd say, I'd say he's probably about well, six I'm, foot, I'm about 185. Out, I don't remember. I, God, I don't remember in my adult life anybody like walking up on me wanting to pick a fight with me. Like, like yeah. is it like, do you think it's because you're a black guy? Do you think it's because you're a big, strong oh. guy? What do you think it is? Or do you think it's because oh, you're out clubbing? Because you're working around, you know? Hitting, yeah, hitting somebody, all those twenty-five-year-old girls. Yeah, some people just some people just walk up on you. Some people want to try you. Um, yeah. that, but I don't think I've had any more issues. I'm trying to think. Drunken people will say anything. You know that, that's true. I, I just I just dismissed that. I'm like, no, he's just drinking yeah. or something like that. 
But I haven't had my life like threatened, threatened by some dude just trying to come at me, like making it, making it well known he's gonna attack me. Now I yeah. did, I will say this, I remember some years ago I was at the gas station pumping gas and this guy was driving up and I just looked in his direction and he yelled at me like, don't be staring at me, da, da, da. And so what did I do? I just kept staring at him. So I kind of was maybe invited <laughs> him. And, he was bored. Derek was and bored. his girlfriend talked him down from like coming to see me. Oh and so I was, I was like, I will spray this gas on you and then light you on fire. <laughs> yeah, right. So we can take it there. But did you see that video, did you see that, video that, that car, attempted carjacking? I did not see that. This uh, mm -hmm. so I can't. I couldn't tell. For, it was like a obviously a surveillance video. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman is sitting there pumping gas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, this, you see this vehicle come creaming in there. Three people jump out and are running at the person pumping gas, and they pull. The, they just pull the handle out and just start hosing everybody with gas. <laughs> wow! Like, ah! Wow! <laughs> wow! Just no. like in their car and leaves. It was fucking hilarious. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I will. Oh, I will tell you a funny story though about the times that uh, so the martial arts club stuff is happening, right? It transitioned into a uh, um, a self defense class for women. Oh. So the guy that started the martial arts club, he wanted to get more women involved. So he started, he, he did this side business called Safeguard, and it was teaching self defense, and it was all the stuff that we had learned in our four years of doing this stuff, like weeks and weeks and weeks you know for over four years yeah. and we kind of combined it into a class so we had to come in one day as like kind of a not as a guest instructor but as the scary black guy it was pretty funny as a guest <laughs> rapist today, today our hilarious. guest rapist oh. will be Derek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um we show up he gives me the whole rundown he's like all right so Derek, you know doing this class but it's like all white chicks in here but i'm gonna really tap into their deepest darkest fear <laughs> <laughs> I mean, straight up, straight up was saying it, right? So I'm like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be hilarious. It's like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know you'd be game for this. So let's go. Let's, so here's what's gonna happen. What do you say? Like, go. this is my friend Mandingo? Like yeah, yeah, he didn't say that, but I mean he might as well say that. He might as well say that. But so he goes the whole class where he's showing them all these techniques. And keep in mind, they're practicing with male assailants, right? People practicing against them and all that. These are all white guys are practicing with. Yeah. And like, you know, they're turning around because what he would, he, what he would have them do at one point, he would have them face the wall mm -hmm. and then turn around. And when you turn around, your attacker is in front of you and then you have to like do something. And so they were all going through this whole thing, right? They were doing that. They, we were working this all day, all day, hours of time. So this is where it gets funny. They go through that whole thing and then he sneaks me into the room because their backs are all turned to the wall. They're, all, they're facing the wall. So and then they turn around and they freeze and no one moves and, and ryan and, and the oh, guy man. he just stands and the guy that's teaching the class he just stands and looking at him he's like he got this disappointed look on their face like see you're not even ready look at you you're just staring there why are you staring there and it's it like it's like it's almost like some kind of like they have to come to their terms you know, they have to come to terms with themselves like what's really going on mentally but right. he they're, they're dealing with some white guilt there. They're like, it was a mind yeah, fuck. We're, like, we're disappointed in ourselves. <laughs> it was such a mind fuck. I, it was, I was like, I was so sorry because I was like, messed up. That's pretty messed up. It's pretty. It awesome. was messed up. It was. It was super messed up. But it happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what's up, man? Do you have a family? No, well, I got like immediate family. But I don't have a family of my own. I don't have. I don't have any wife or any kids or anything like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. You got anybody in your life? No, no, I've tried, but no, 
Come up, come up zero. And I've gone yeah. on dates now. Nothing like you know, I've been out and, and dated and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. as far as significant other, no, I don't have that right now. Something you want for the future, or you're just like, yeah. Oh like yeah, I'm happens. always, I'm always keeping up hope. Oh, I remember yeah, one time Derek saying it to me. Uh, he put it like this: he goes, "So, um, the problem is." Uh, anybody's going to keep up with me in my inability to, to sit still for long is probably about 20 years younger than I am. And, and he goes, and the problem with that is I don't have any kind of spiritual connection with somebody like that. You know, how the hell am I going to have like some deep mental, you know, like love respect thing for somebody who's half my damn age. When's the last time you talked to it, like a 22 year old? Oh God. What, uh, uh, uh last week yeah maybe a couple months ago maybe a couple weeks a couple months yep a couple months was it definitely like a, last year was definitely tinder, last year what was this a tinder date like what the what the hell like i was no man it's always <laughs> weird it's always weird how it happens like i don't ever see it coming man i'm just i just mind my own business and then you know some girl may just start talking to me i'm like okay cool and we're talking uh-huh. and i'm you know, having a conversation it just turns into something else but they always think i'm younger than what i am that's yeah. the thing yep. and so we'll go out and hang out and then you know, eventually they'll, they'll pick up like, oh, well, he's older than I thought. And so I'll tell them sometimes, you know, if they ask, I'll tell them. If they don't ask me, I may not say anything. But. All I know is any conversation I've had with somebody in their low 20s in the past, uh, I don't know, decade has been like, oh, wow, you are so fucking young. <laughs> I don't have anything to <laughs> yeah. fucking talk yeah. to you about. Like, I don't, yeah. there's no common ground here yeah. at all. No. Now, I have a hard stop really like at 27, 28. That's like a hard stop, you know. I don't, that's fair. I don't think I'll lower that. I've been you don't, go, you don't, you don't get a date of any older than that? That's cool. That's, no, that's just, that's only because, that's only since, that's only since he's been in his 40s. Like my, 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 my basement is 17. My ceiling is 28. You have that equation out there, you know, for what you can date. And it's like, it's, uh, you take your take half your age and then add seven, and that's like shit. That's like all right, I'm gonna have to, like all right, I gotta run it by my wife, see if she's okay with it too. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, um, uh, hold on, hold on, I got some more questions. Don't you okay. blow me off? Well, I've got to put kids to bed, man. No, like you're all right. Fun. You're all right. You know. <laughs> you're all right. Hey, are you a are you a spiritual person? I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm a spiritual person. Spiritual I, or uh, religious or both? Religious. Yeah, yeah. I subscribe to Christianity. You know. Yeah. Are you a churchgoer or what? I am. I am. Um, of course, COVID has been happening, so I don't get to go. Yeah, right. Often. Um, I've been an usher in my church forever, growing up like that. Yeah. I'm a steward. I'm a steward in my church. Um, I'm on a couple of the committees. And that's the other thing. I like, it's like there's so many things you got to be involved with. I was like, uh, you got to give up you know, a lot of time to do it. So some things I can do and some things I can't. But that gives um, you some of that connection too, man. That's good stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and so I also do a um, on Sundays. There's a men's Bible class I'm a part of as well. We do it on you know across the phone, like on the conference call. Yeah. I would prefer to do like a Zoom call, but it's like I think they're just afraid of technology because there's a lot of older guys. It's, <laughs> conference call is easy. We can do that. I can yeah, call yeah. into this number and it's there. I don't have to L- let me just fax you. <laughs> yeah, you know, so. so yeah, but I, I definitely try to stay uh, stay spiritually connected. Um, yeah, I can tell when it's when it's lacking, like. Not being able to go into church is weird for me because yeah. I've always grown up going into the building. And so not yeah. being able to go to the building and see people, 
is strange. I bet. You, so does that kind of help keep you grounded and sane? Oh, yeah, definitely. I hate missing multiple Sundays. You know, if I don't go every Sunday, that's fine. But I like to at least go at least at least twice a month, if not three to four times. At least that means I try to get in there. And I especially like getting communion. I think communion is like a reset button for me. Um, wow. It kind of cleanses the soul, in my, in my opinion. So yeah. first Sundays for me are very important to try to get that communion in. I want to do that. But it's been lacking because of COVID, you know? So yeah. It's hard to do. You got to like pick up a packet now, man. Like we've got like this whole. Yeah. Can you get like some, uh, I don't know, like some backstreet body of Christ kind of stuff. Like, you yeah, can... yeah. <laughs> What's the street yeah. value of that shit? Street value. I don't even know. <laughs> it should be highly valuable. It should be highly valuable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so, but yeah, like I like to stay brown as much as I can, man. So it's, it's, it's definitely a good, good thing for me to have. That's cool. Well, dude, it's been so nice talking to you. I know Sosha's getting Nancy. His wife's going to yell, screaming at me to help get those kids to bed. Yeah. Get in the bed. Get in the sleep. See, I, I'm childless, man. We got rid of my kids today, so. Oh, so all he has to look forward to is getting a BJ. That's yeah, right. it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll, just leave y'all two, I'll, I'll leave y'all two alone, and y'all can talk the rest of the time. You know? In fact, why don't you just let Derek be your new, your new so? No. Yes, there he is, <laughs> So Ebony and Ivory <laughs> come together. You knew he was gonna do it. You couldn't help me. You knew he was gonna do it. I went an entire freaking hour. Hour. You without really making you it held back, word. and I'm proud of you for waiting. Um, to do that, that shows growth, guys. It shows growth. Yeah. It All, show right, growth. <laughs> All right, so why don't you close us out, brother? Hey, Derek, man. Um, you are a, a, a valued member of my family. Uh, in fact, my oh, wife, in my fact, my wife, when she learned that you were going to be on this thing, she uh, she had a few choice words for me to remind me <laughs> that uh, you were her friend. That you are not my friend. And you being her friend is uh-huh. the thing that makes her cool. And I said, baby, yes. it's not the thing that makes you cool. It is one of the top things, though. It is a thing that makes you give me too much credit. Give me too much credit, folks. And uh, but I appreciate the kind words, but I appreciate. Well, the kind I just, words. I just want to let you know, I love you. I respect you the hell out of you. Every time you show up, you make it, you make the the world a better place. And um, hey, you're the rock star. I see you, rock star. I see you. And thanks for coming on, man. man. You brought Thank y'all. Thank y'all for doing this, man. This is good. This, this is good to reflect and, and think about those those it questions right? um, and it dig right. deep. I love that. I mean, so yeah. thank both of you for, for bringing me I on. have yeah. personally found this process incredibly therapeutic to just, just sit and yeah. to talk with men and, and let the guard down a little bit. You know, it's good stuff. <laughs> Gives me a boner every time. Yeah. A big boner that you're going to put into a box and then, you know, make money off of it. Yeah. <laughs> boner box. The boner send box. To, boner send, box. There you go. That's better than slot box. It does boner sound better than slot box. Boner box is better. Boner box. Yeah. All <laughs> right, guys. All right, brother. Y- y'all have a great night. Hey, love both of y'all. talking to you, Derek. You know, very, very good meeting you, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I'll All see right. you Friday for game night, Derek. Well, folks, that's it for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned something. God knows we always do. Don't forget to subscribe so you can continue to follow along on this journey. And please join us. Let's get better together. Or at the very least, 10% less shitty. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and now Clubhouse at True Brody Sattva. 
That's true, T-R-U. And don't forget to check in at our blog, thebrodysattva.com, to keep up to date on what's going on in our world. As always, this show is written by Enoch Daniel and Sosh Woodbine, and produced by me. And special thanks to Scott Holmes, who wrote our theme music. Until next time, keep working, keep seeking, and keep living that Brody Sattva life. Bye now.